Oh boy. Here we go again. I will take government agencies that regulate cow manure for 500, please, Alex. I mean, the, the list just goes on. <laughs> Another government agency trying to get in on the fun of making rules for farmers. Uh, uh, and again, while there's a lot of overlap already, it's sounding like even additional overlap, more stringent rules that would they really protect anybody or anything other than create a, a regulatory nightmare for the farming community. Welcome back to The Farming Show. Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI. Uh, glad you're here. And joining me right now is Dan Wood uh, with the Washington State Dairy Federation. Dan, we, we've heard rumblings of this for, what, at least a couple of years now, that the State Department of Health wants to get in on the fun that the EPA is in on, that uh, the State Department of Ecology is in on, the State Department of Agriculture. The list goes on of agencies that regulate right. cow manure. Now, what, what does the Board of Health want to do? Well, they've actually been talking about it since 2009. So on and off, they have been having conversations about regulating animal manure for 13 years. And um, the guy that is the staffer on this subject is about to retire, and I think he wants to wrap this up before he retires. This is his uh, feather in the cap that he's looking for? Well, I, dare we call it a swan song? I, can you can you call animal poop regulations uh, a swan song? Yeah, uh, you know, this, I mean, it is laughable and it's also very serious at the same time. So, every dairy farmer in this state has to have a dairy nutrient management plan under the State Dairy Nutrient Management Act, and that includes the management of dairy nutrients, which is a uh, dairy cow manure right uh yeah and and it's very valuable right it's used for um fertilizer and as people know know on this show we don't talk about manure as waste it's not (laughs) waste it's it's a valuable product and a lot of people and other farming outside of dairy want that product and just look like look what's going on right now in the supply chain and whether or not the the rail lines are going to haul uh, fertilizer and how much is it going to cost and the regulation of uh, oil products by mm-hmm. the Biden administration driving up the cost of fertilizer, you know, because that synthetic fertilizer involves oil yep. uh, and byproducts. And then that drives up the cost of food. And next thing you know, we've got inflation and a crisis. Uh, and here we are. But the mm-hmm. the cows that produce the, the milk or, or will at some point also produce a, a natural organic fertilizer. And so it's very valuable. And so, but it's highly regulated uh, by the Dairy Nutrient Management Act, by state and federal uh, CAFO permits, which have to do with, you know, uh, animal uh, operations. And some farms have those and some don't, but they all have a dairy nutrient management plan. And there are very clear standards on how far away from uh, water sources you need to be, uh, you know, minimizing 
attraction of flies, uh, spreading it on fields during certain times and at certain concentrations. Yeah. Now, the parent, apparently, the State Department, the State Board of Health, wants to get in on the act, uh, and and they've wanted that for at least thirteen years. So they are proposing rules that deal with uh, the same exact things that already apply from the Dairy Nutrient Management Act. You know, proximity <laughs> to Why water, does another... stockpiling. <laughs> well, somebody petitioned them for this. And, and so here's, here's the, the risk of it all is the State Board of Health is probably not going to enforce anything. It will be your county health officer. And in some counties, your board of health right now is your three county commissioners. And in some counties, it is a portion of your county council, or it might be staff um, that are appointed to the positions. And then last legislative session, they passed a law to expand the county board of health in every county. So it'd be the three commissioners plus people from different interest uh, groups, right? A consumer... Uh, tribal interests, environmental interests, uh, medical. And so it, it basically is going to dilute the uh, role of the people that we elect to run our government uh, by adding people from conflicting interests on to the local board of health. And there is a penalty if a local health officer doesn't go and enforce the law. Mm. So then comes the state board of health that has a very vague proposal that says you cannot create a nuisance or a health hazard uh, with your management of domestic animal waste. And that could be a dog, a cat, a llama, uh, a sheep, a cow, a horse, whatever. I mean, it's very, I mean, I can't. (laughs) Well, I mean, considering one of the, potential biggest uh, sources of an animal waste health hazard for instance here in whatcom county and i know in skagit county maybe down where you are in southwest washington as well is wild animals <laughs> the the bird what? issue i hear domestic animals they're going to create a health hazard uh this is it where yeah, you're, well, what you're talking yeah. about it, it rules that overlap what's already on the book but as you said are so vague in some cases that they are open to the discretion of whoever ends up being put in charge of being either in, in enforcing them or suing uh, uh, related to them. And you've got a Pandora's box. And this, none of this is going to apply to the state's management of their animals, the deer, the elk, the, huh. yeah. you know, the, the, the feral boars, you know, in different areas, whatever, none of that is going to apply. The geese, I mean, we've yeah. got some parts of the state that have half a million geese that just don't leave an area, mm-hmm. right? They, they have become resident year-round, and each goose drops three-quarters of a pound of manure every day. And you Which add is that. up to nine times more potent as far as fecal coliform counts, uh, right. from, <laughs> from what I understand. So nobody's managing that. So you go to Lake Sylvia in Montesano, near where I live, and there are geese that hang out there, and you've got goose poop all over the sandy area around the swimming uh part roped off for swimming makes you want to jump and, into and that water and swim huh well the, the locals know that you know if you go in the water you're going to get something between your toes yeah you know and can, so nobody, can you imagine the reaction though if there were an equivalent amount of cow poop sprayed around the area 
I mean, people oh, will be I, losing their right, um, but, but, minds. But that's all regulated. That that's all regulated, and so exactly. they want to regulate it more or regulate it again with a, another uh, another layer of of people and enforcement and interpretations and that sort of thing. So they don't define what a nuisance or a health hazard is. They just say you can't create one with your management, and you have to minimize the attraction of flies. I mean, I, I don't know if anybody can imagine that you are, uh, you, you have a, you, you're composting manure in order to make fertilizer, you know, and whatever you're mixing into it. And the State Board of Health says you got to minimize the attraction of flies, but they don't define what, you know, how, uh, how minimal is enough, right? So, you, how many you could flies? have a glass of lemonade that's attracting a fly for crying out loud. <laughs> well, I mean, how like, many flies is too many flies and how few flies is uh, <laughs> few enough, right? I mean, and so we've got all of these these vague terms and the local health uh, official is going to get a complaint from somebody, from an activist that says, if you don't enforce this, mm -hmm. then we're going to go after you personally for penalties for failure to enforce health and safety laws. And he or she is going to go, I don't know what these things mean. So the default is, well, I better protect myself. So yep. I'm going to issue a penalty and let somebody else sort it out. And enter the litigation industry who can get somebody of maybe a strong viewpoint, shall we say an activist type, who's upset about this. And you couple them with uh, an attorney who sees huge dollar signs to be had here out of court fees from both all and every side. And you have the same old formula repeated again and again. And who loses? Right. Uh, ultimately, it's it's the farming community that loses. It's the community at large that loses as farming goes away. Um, so many things are harmed. Dylan Honkoop here, by the way, on the Farming Show, talking with Dan Wood, Executive Director of the Washington State Dairy Federation, talking about uh, the latest government agency wanting to get its hand in the mix of um, of regulating cow manure and and other you know domestic animal manure. It's cows though that they're going after, right? Well, they're going after well, they're going after everything. So they they say that this doesn't apply to. First, they use the term open uh, no uh, free range cattle, and uh, the Washington Cattlemen's Association said, well, we never use that term. We use open range, uh, but right. what is free range, you know? Or, and, <laughs> free range I mean, is a marketing term that you see on your carton of eggs or chicken. Well, right. Well, and, and, I don't, and I don't know if it applies to free range chickens or not, but, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, so, but, you know, for, for dairy cattle, you know, that is, the, the manure is concentrated, it's managed, and it, you know, is it, like we said earlier, it's a very... Uh, valuable product and can help nutrient deficient lands uh, produce more food. And so that's a good thing. But now we've got local health officials that are going to feel obligated to do something with very vague rules. It also says in their proposal that these rules don't apply if there is a more stringent local, state, or federal regulation that supersedes it. But just like everything else in here, they don't define what more stringent is. <laughs> so we've asked them, hey, look, we, we said we don't think you need new rules. But if you're going to do this, would you at least 
give examples of what more stringent is. And we've suggested that they list the Dairy Nutrient Management Act, uh, a state or federal CAFO permit uh, issued by Department of Ecology, and air emission programs issued by a Department of Ecology and any local agency, like your local uh, clean air agency. So we've got different programs uh, around the state where we've got the cattle feeders or the dairies or whatever who are working with air pollution control agencies and saying, hey, we're willing to you know monitor and have some inspections and that sort of thing. So we sent that to them a couple days ago. Uh, the staff sent it on to the board and said, we'll get you a staff recommendation later. So at least they're contemplating and they haven't slammed the door on us. Mm-hmm. But they're having a hearing June 8th. The meeting starts at 9.30. It's online. And they've scheduled, I think, for 1.30 in the afternoon to have a hearing on the proposed rules. So that's on Wednesday. Uh, it's on the 8th, whatever yeah, I don't Whatever. have a calendar, calendar in front of me. I think that's <laughs> I Wednesday. Let me pull up the calendar just to make yeah, sure. I, it, I, it's I, Saturday. I, My brain is, you know, kind of, uh, yeah, that's on Wednesday. It is. Well, so I, uh, this past Tuesday, I impacted one of the state's animals uh, with my vehicle. <laughs> I heard about that. You had to run in with a deer. Right. Yeah. Or the deer had to run in with you, it sounds like. but it, yeah. it, it, it came bolting full speed out of the woods and something spooked it, I'm sure. And decided to occupy the same space and time as the vehicle I was driving. And, and that doesn't work out well on physics. Yeah. And uh, well, we I'm instantly- glad that you're okay, Dan. Yeah, well, I'm thinking uh, I want the state to be more involved in the keeping of their animals. Touche, uh, touche. If, they, if yeah. they could come up to the level of detail or even a quarter of the detail that dairy farmers do for the keeping of animals already, yeah. uh, things would be improved. And you're going to have animals, you're going to have deer and elk you know, on the roads and, and that sort of thing. But the state will not have to live by these rules because you know, they're the state, right? Yep. So. Those deer can run into your vehicle and what? crap all over the side of it, you know, and <laughs> and they say, oh, well, that's not, you know, keeping them animals. Well, whatever. We've never heard of that before, you know, and so, uh, but the best way to find out about this hearing is just search Washington Department of Health, uh, Washington Board of Health Keeping of Animals, and you'll get to their rulemaking page and, and there'll be a couple of links there in order to sign up to to testify and you know or you can just sign in opposed and not testify they give you a couple of options mm-hmm. and you know folks need to 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 speak up and say this is nonsense you know, we're already highly regulated in dairy and you know the cattle uh, uh producers have uh regulations they abide by the cattle feeders um the uh, you know the you know horses have standards you know yeah well, what what problem yeah. are they trying to solve here that's what somebody some activists petitioned them to make new rules back in 2009 and i think the reason it's taken them 13 years is because there has been a lot of conversations going well maybe we really don't need to do this i mean we've got you know, ecology and Department of Agriculture and EPA and who knows what well, else. You clean know, air, air agencies. Air, yeah. Clean air agencies. We've got the groundwater management plan uh, in Yakima, uh, you know, county land use. Yeah. Um, so back on May 2nd, the State Department of Agriculture sent the Board of Health a seven page letter that included, I don't know, 
three dozen links uh, to different guidance and voluntary programs and mandatory programs dealing with the subject matter and said, we recommend that the state and local partners work to combine efforts and develop strategies that will incorporate effective and efficient use of staff, resources, and technical expertise. We respectfully request that the proposed rule not be pursued. Uh, we look forward to working with you. You know, and there's been a little bit of confusion and nuance uh, messaging since that May 2nd letter. But what Department of Ag illustrated was you have dozens upon dozens of, of references and examples of, of programs already that deal with managing animal nutrients yeah it, it, and animal poop as you said yeah. opening the it's, program it's it's that awful tendency of of government to just innately want to perpetuate itself uh when you have often when you have the wrong people in leadership uh but we won't get into that political element of it again we're talking with dan wood of, of the washington state dairy federation i'm dylan honkip this is the farming show I, Dan, the only and just a, a minute left here, but I don't see the environment being benefited by this because there are laws already protecting that. I don't see people being protected and benefiting from this. The only, I, I, the only thing that I see uh, as a benefit from this is a benefit to a bureaucrats who want to have job security and you know typically some of those folks in those positions just like to you know they're they're rule follower types they just want to go out there and have things that they say they're taking care of they're from the government and they're here to help so it helps them and it helps right. lawyers and, and <laughs> Look, this, lawyers this who want be, to do the whole sue be, and settle game right it'll be great for lawyers because where there's confusion there's opportunity to sue the local health official, I think, is going to be inclined to do something, saying, you're in violation, now go uh, prove otherwise. And now you've got lawyers involved, right? Yep. So, Or the local official found a farmer in violation uh, because that local official doesn't know about the Dairy Nutrient Management Act or the Air Emission Program or you know, what, you know, all of these existing regulations. Yep. And because they just don't, you know, only 2% of the population are farmers. Yeah. And so 98% of the, the, the state, which includes a lot of government employees, uh, don't have familiarity with agriculture and even more so don't have familiarity with animal agriculture. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Zip, so, Zippy Duval told me uh, the other day that it was 1.4%. Now, we're, we're down oh. well below 2%. Well, I'm going off from a figure from 20 years ago, so um, well, I would trust – Zippy Dufall is the president of the American Farm Bureau. I would trust his percentage over mine. <laughs> Uh, and so, well, before we run out of time here, I do want to mention again, as you said earlier, Dan, there is a hearing coming up on Wednesday. What time on Wednesday is that? The meeting starts at 9.30. The agenda item for keeping of animals rule is slated for 1.30. Okay. I doubt they'll be ahead of schedule, but yeah. I think if a person yeah. tuned in about, you know, logged in about 1230, they'd probably still be waiting a bit. 
And if you want links and more information on that, you can go to the Washington State Dairy Federation on social media, on Facebook. Uh, also, you can check out uh, the Facebook pages for Whatcom Family Farmers and Save Family Farming. We've posted links there about it. Also, the Washington Cattle Feeders and the Washington Cattlemen have posted stuff about it. All those are different resources that you can Google up. They'll connect you with where you need to go to participate, to sound off on this, to send messages, and to uh, speak your mind uh, in this hearing coming up on Wednesday. Dan Wood with the State Dairy Federation. Thanks for being with us here this morning. All right. Thank you.